Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi there, it's Caroline Foran from Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. Please, please, please do follow the government's advice right now, which is currently to stay at home where possible. The sooner we all get on board with these measures, the sooner we will be all together again. While you're staying at home, here's a recommendation for another great podcast for you to listen to. I think we need a bit of comic relief more than ever, so why not try the Two Johnnies podcast, available on the Acast app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Musgrove here at St James's Park in the aftermath of Newcastle United 2, Burnley 0. Um, what a first half performance by Newcastle. The second half wasn't bad either, but we did have two goals in the first 45 minutes. One from Fabian Scher, which um, is a collector's edition really. I mean, the guy can pass the ball. We know the guy can shoot, but... Um, his 30-yard strike, there was no stopping that. Tom Heaton was, was beaten the moment it left Shares boot. And then Sean Longstaff as well. To get a goal here to James's Park, uh, had to be composed as the ball came down. A wonderful little touch. Um, about six-yard box, maybe just seven or eight yards out. Um, and to blast it past Heaton again to put Newcastle 2-0 up. And from there, they really did look comfortable. I'm um, joined here by Chris Woff. Chris, um, just a, another good performance by Newcastle United. It was. It was different to Saturday. I don't, I don't think they were quite as uh, fluent in attack. I don't think the front three really got the opportunities they had at the weekend. There was a few glimpses. Almiron got in a few times. Rondon had a couple of chances in the air. Perez was busy but didn't really do that much. But Newcastle were efficient in the first half in particular. I thought they nullified Burnley's threat quite well. Um, then Cher, for some reason, the Burnley just did not press him and he just looked up and thought, I'm going to have a go here. And, and what a strike. And no matter how long his Newcastle career may be, I think he's going to struggle to hit the ball as well as he did then. Uh, just absolutely fizzed to the top right-hand corner. Bouncing off the post, went from one side of the net to the other. And it was past Heaton really before he saw it. And then Newcastle made sure that, that they got a second goal, which was vital. Uh, crossing from Richie and Rondon's part in that goal was important because he drags three defenders away and it leaves Longstaff basically by himself in the middle. His first touch isn't excellent, but he doesn't panic. So composed to then just swipe the ball under Tom Heaton. And what a moment for him, as you say. Uh, Newcastle fans then chanted that he was one of their own afterwards in a, in a great moment. He was delighted. He's just been speaking to people in Mexico, so understandably delighted. Um, and the second half was, was a non-event to a large degree, but Newcastle had done what they needed to do. They've got three games this week. They didn't want to uh, go gung-ho. Burnley were physical. Benitez was going ballistic on the touchline at points. He certainly wasn't happy about the approach that Burnley had in terms of being uh, some of the, the jumps in the air. And I've just seen more Diarmi walk through the mix zone. He's got a... Uh, plaster over his left eye top of top of his uh, left eye sorry where he took an elbow from Peter Crouch don't think it was deliberate but but still but Newcastle they were efficient second half wasn't a great performance in terms of attacking wise but they just did what they had to do and two absolutely huge wins and if you'd offered any Newcastle fan that before the game they would have taken it 
Indeed, 31 points now, seven off the drop zone. Um, and oh, they've just beaten a Burnley side who have been on a, a fantastic run of form. I think they picked up more points, or they had done before tonight, than Liverpool in 2019. I mean, that says a lot. But just a word on, on, the, on the trio it's centre-back. Uh, Fabien Cher obviously scored the goal, Lejeune and Lascelles. It's it's wonderful to see um, two centre-backs in Cher and Lejeune who crossed that halfway line and you're still confident that the further they go up the field, they know what they're going to do with it. They know that if it comes to shooting, they're going to have a pop. They, they can see the pass. Um, and it really is wonderful to see that confidence on the ball because they're really two good passers of the ball and they're just confident with the ball at their feet. They are, and I think that, deserve, that Jamal Lassell deserves praise here as well because in 2019, I think he's been excellent. There was a point in maybe November, December time where he was struggling for form. And I think that he was right, rightly, there were question marks about whether he was in the best two centre-backs in the club. That was when Newcastle played him with two at the back, then they switched to three. Now he very much is the focal point in that defence. He's the one who he allows those two to go forward because he covers across. I thought he was excellent again tonight. He won everything in the air, covered across. And then Cher, I mean, was almost playing. He kept on attacking during the second half. He probably spent more time in the opposition half than he did his own. And... Lejeune, I just really like his passing range. He, he struggled at Wolves a couple of weeks ago, but he was tremendous on Saturday, and I thought he was very good again tonight. Uh, they, they, what I like about them is they're just so carefree. I mean, probably most people in St James's Park were tonight because it was such a comfortable win. I think I was probably the most stressed person inside the ground tonight. I had endless internet issues, which made file my <laughs> which, which made file my co- well. It's just I suppose it gives an idea to to, to fans in terms of when we are. Uh, the, 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 it can be a bit more difficult than you might expect to be able to get copy across. Usually it's fine. Usually it's, today, in theory, should have been one of the easiest games to write about. Newcastle comfortably tuning up at half time, never looked in trouble. And all the technical issues I had meant that it was really, really difficult to try and get it across. Um, but eventually got the copy across. Newcastle have got three points, and that just has to be celebrated. We've just been joined by Lee Ryder. Uh, and Lee, your take on the game again, Newcastle have got three very valuable points. Yeah, and you know, win four games in a row is quite impressive really at this level against a Burnley team who, you know, were eight games unbeaten and Newcastle to just churn out a win like that, you know, looked easy but is very difficult. Uh, great to see Sean Longstaff get his first goal. But Fabian Shear's strike was pretty unbelievable, really, probably goal of the season. Um, and for me, he was head and shoulders above the other players in terms of man of the match. Even though it was a hard decision, I thought he stuck out and deserved a 9 out of 10. Yeah, another good performance by Hayden, putting himself about some really good challenges. Um, I mean, if you'd said that a few months ago, that Hayden and Longstaff would be the number one pairing, yeah, I mean, well, you wouldn't really believe it, would you? No, you wouldn't believe it. I think. From from Rafa's point of view, was he going to put Longstaff in if everyone was fit? Possibly not, um, but he wanted him around just in case. And the scenario of just in case has happened. Um, Longstaff's came in the team and he's, he's looked immaculate. Um, great technical player. Uh, you know, getting plaudits left, right and centre at the moment. Being talked about as it for an England at 21 call up I think I've seen Rafa talking about an England full England call up the other day uh, you can't get too carried away um, he's been fantastic and you know for him as a local lad I know it's a complete dream come true for him like it will be for anybody um, but thankfully you know he's a he's a wise he's a, he's a young lad who's got 
probably seeing your head on those young shoulders and I think uh, he, he'll be able to deal with everything that comes his way. Most certainly. And Chris, it's a tough few weeks for Martin Dubravka, but um, he looked very good. He didn't have much to do. He pulled off one good save, probably the only save he really had to make, but he did have to collect a few crosses and given Burnley's uh, aerial presence up front, you know, an unconfident keeper would probably struggle with that, but he collected every single cross with uh, confidence. Yeah, he came quite far for a couple in the first half towards the edge of the area. Burnley had some deep free kicks and put them into the box. And there was one where I think it was Tarkovsky ended up knocking Hayden into Dubravka and Dubravka fell on the ground. It was actually Hayden who, who was down a little bit injured. But uh, Benitez on the touchdown was, 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 wasn't happy at all. He was saying that, that Burnley were being physical. He didn't like the way they were approaching the aerial challenges. Uh, he was getting really frustrated and, and with the way that the game was being refereed. And I think John, uh, that the fourth official had to at one stage calm him down and tell him to, to stop complaining about it because Dice seemed to be winding him up as well. But in terms of Dubravka, yes, he he showed that he he's, he hasn't had his confidence knocked by that. He is still going to come and cl- claim those balls. I thought that his distribution was very good as well, particularly second half. Uh, he made sure that that he was composed and he, and he gave the ball out wide when the when the centre back split. And yeah, he's come back strong from that and really shown that he deserves to to still be number one. Most certainly, Lee. Just to, to wrap up, you know, Benitez isn't getting carried away. His, his message in the press conference was very clear. Um, I think it was your question actually. He said, you know, um, one game at a time. Every game's a cup final. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a cliche, isn't it, talking about cup finals and doesn't rest well with some Newcastle fans, considering they don't or haven't seemed to try to get to cup finals. But I know exactly what it means. Obviously. Three points tonight was huge. If they can beat West Ham, they'll be on 34 points, uh, and you know, within swinging distance of, of staying up, they've probably done enough. I mean, they're not going to go now, you know, till the end of the season with no wins. So I, I think they'll they'll get the, to 34 points very soon, and then after that, um, you know what Rafa Benitez is like. He'll want to aim higher. If they can replicate last season's top 10 finish, then yeah, I do think that would be the miracle that Rafa spoke of. But really, if they can just finish comfortably clear relegation, that's been a great season. And then, you know, they've got to, let's stop messing about now. Let's sit down, do the contract, get Rafa settled, get the fans settled. And then, you know, the whole football club can kick on. Most certainly. Uh, We'll be back on Thursday with our preview for the West Ham game. But in the meantime, head over to chroniclelive.co.uk to keep up to date with all the post-game analysis. Thank you very much. Hi, it's Finn Dwyer from the Irish History Podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. Please, please, please follow the government's advice right now, which is currently to stay at home where possible. While you're staying at home, I would recommend another great show that's worth checking out. It's Unexplained by Richard McLean Smith. It's a beautifully produced and gripping show that looks at unusual and sometimes unnerving occurrences from the past and present. It's perfect escapism. Check out Unexplained on the ACAST app or wherever you get podcasts.